0: welcome back to thrown hands it's me it's bj from no filter MA, but you know kids show you gotta put the filter on but bj what's up man
1: what's up man how's it going
0: it's been it's been it's been going i'd say summers you know i only got like a month and a half till i have to go back to school or an internship so we'll see what happens i'm ready to go back but it is what it is bj what you been up to
1: Man, you know, nose to the ground, nose to the grind, you know what I'm saying? Getting uh content put out there, you know, doing content, just the normal watching fights and watching interviews and just the whole nine yards,
0: for sure. But we had a card this weekend, BJ, and I think we need to talk about it a little bit. Um so, first fight of the night, um <sighs> Jessica Rose Clark, that elbow man. Um she was doing some work on the feet, but
1: I was going to say, yeah, man, she was doing well on the feet, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, she landed some, landed a big shot on Stolya Rinko, man. I mean, it could but, but when it's do or die for you like it is for Stoly Rinko, man, like it was for Stoly Rinko, like, she had to go in there and do something, man. Like, she had to go finish a fight because, you know, she likes to brawl, but the brawl doesn't always benefit her. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just – she gets pulled into a brawl and it doesn't go her way. It's, it's not to her benefit, so – why not get back to your roots? Those patented arm bars, you know what I'm saying? Get back to submitting people, and you're known for your jujitsu. And she pulled it off, it, literally, it almost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean,
0: I mean, you hate to see that. I mean, I think the ref probably should have recognized that mm-hmm. it wasn't going to be good. But in full honesty, BJ, I didn't watch a whole lot of this card. I caught enough to do a review, obviously. But yeah, I've I I was hanging with, kicking it with the fam, but. Jessica I has retired, BJ.
1: I think it was time. I think so too, man. I think it was time for Jessica I. Um, you know, I don't think there was really much more left for Jessica I to do. You know what I'm saying? Jessica I has been there. You know, she's like Roxanne. You know what I'm saying? She fought across multiple weight divisions, she fought champions. You know what I'm saying? She had title shots. You know what I'm saying? Just was always known for being gay. I mean, she fought Misha Tate. I mean, Alexis Davis, I mean, everybody. Like, Jessica I fought Valentina, Calvin Chukagian, everybody. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, and and it's just that these young, hungry fighters are just here with a different purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Jessica I's tasted the top and she's tasted that title shot. You know what I'm saying? And Macy Barber hasn't. You know what I'm saying? So these young and hungry fighters, man, they just have a different motivation.
0: Yeah, and... I mean, like you said, Jessica, I couldn't really do too much more, you know, obviously win the belt, but after that fight, after that head kick, I don't think you can be a, the same fighter after anything like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I did not catch this fight, but it was pretty dominant from the looks of it. But here's my right. thing. With, yeah. Here's my thing with Muniz, man. When it comes to grappling, I don't think anybody's at his level in the division.
1: I mean, it's close, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got, what is this, middleweight? I mean, you've got... Jack Hermanson. I mean, you've got a few guys in there that can grapple, but you know what I'm saying, the way he neutralized Uriah Hall, who's a veteran, you know, you would think that Uriah Hall was pretty well-rounded, but he's showing that he still has things that he's got to work on, but great, that it, that's not, that has nothing to do with Muniz, you know what I'm saying, he had to go out there and do what he had to do to win. Yeah, that's all I can ask for.
0: Duplessis, man, Um Braft of ours has been around a while, but Shout out to Duplessis, man. I, I I liked him ever since he came in the UFC. I'm like, this guy got some skill. And Brad Tavares is not an easy out by any means, and he got the UD. That's that's tough, and he's not ranked either. So I think I I can't really see him being a championship fighter right now. In the future, maybe we can see something come out of that. But he, he's he's got a nice skill set,
1: nice skill set. And Brad Tavares was in there at the beginning of the fight, dude. But. As the fight went on, bro, things changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: you can't really describe it any better. I caught the highlights of this fight. I kind of see what people talk about when they talk about Ian Gary when it comes mm-hmm. to his skill level. Like, seemed like he was more comfortable putting together a little more combinations, but I, I'm t- I think he, it, he's young. I think he's 25 or something like that, but – He's 6'3", and I think if he wants to make a run to that middle that welterweight title, he's got to pick it up because six you're not going to be cut at 6'3", cutting to one seventy much longer. And he's a big one seventy guy.
1: Yeah, he's very big, very big, and I and there was a, a evident size difference in there. You know what I'm saying? But Ian and Gary just long, you know what I'm saying? Very long. Did um, it, it, it striking just looked great, man? I, I, I was, I was, I, I was slightly impressed by him. So I I, I want to see what what goes on with Ian Gary. If he keeps putting on performances like this, though, I mean, he's looking good. Yeah, and let, let's go to the rankings. And I feel like I, I think
0: top fifteen should be his next thing. He's won three. Mm-hmm. He's looking. He's not. He hasn't looked bad by any means in those. I mean, he got rocked by uh, what's his face Jordan, right? I think in his fr- not Jordan, right? Someone in his, in his first fight, he got rocked, but. I want to see Neil Magny because I feel like Neil Magny's game for anything. And I, that's a good test. I mean, obviously, Rachmaninoff is a different beast as we've all seen the past few fights, but what, what's your thoughts? What should, what should he do next?
1: Yeah, man. Like, you know, somebody from 10 down, you know, Chiesa, Lee Jingliang, you know what I'm saying? Like give him, you know, Michelle Pineda, not so much. I don't, I don't want to see that. Um, but yeah, man, Neil Magny, Shiaza or Lee Liang, that's what, that's a great next matchup for Ian Gary. You know what I'm saying? That's to test them, test them with a number.
0: Absolutely. uh, BJ, I mean, Jim Miller. I mean, these guys are both legends. I'm sure you and I could both agree with that. But something tells me, you know, when Sonny said he didn't love it anymore, I I feel like he was out the door a couple years ago. After Connor. it didn't seem. Me too. But shout out to Jim Miller, man. Most wins in UFC history. And he's still going strong. It doesn't look like he's slowing down still much.
1: Going. Still going. That's yep, he, he's still going.
0: But but shout out Cerrone, man. I like what he said. You're not gonna see this body anymore. I'm, I'm drinking okay. beer, having a good time. So and can't blame him. Jalen Turner, what do you gotta say about him?
1: Actually missed this fight, you know what I'm saying? Um I mean there's not much to miss. (laughs) 45 seconds. (laughs) Yeah, I think I might have been doing something and this fight was over like that. But you know what I'm saying? Jalen Turner just showing his well-rounded skill set. You know, everybody thought he was one-dimensional, but he's not, you know what I'm saying? And he's just showing, you know, Brad Riddell's a tough guy. He's training with the toughest guys. You know what I'm saying? So I mean he's down there training with Volk and all those guys you know what I'm saying so I mean Jalen Turner you know showing that I can beat these tough guys you know I'm not I'm not mad at Jalen Turner winning this fight no and
0: you know I think he'll probably move up to uh welterweights you know in due time I hope yeah. he stays at 155 because 6-3 at 155 is even crazier mm-hmm. but that oh, I mean I'm jeez he's He's good. I, I've always liked him. He's, oh, yeah. He was one of Bisping's sparring partners for crying out loud. Oh, yeah. He's with Perillo, so he's been with the best. This was the fight. I really wanted to be good. Um, and for all those people saying Pedro Munoz quit, stop
1: it. Stop it. And, and, and why would he quit in a fight that he was uh, winning? <laughs> it, yeah, like that's just like it, people people speak before they think, Jacob. You know what I'm saying? Like why would somebody stop a fight that they were winning? And you know, if I'm not mistaken, Jacob, were the score card, scorecards not looking in Pedro Munoz's way?
0: Uh, no, I think Pedro Munoz is winning on two scorecards. I think Diamato had him for uh, the first round.
1: Okay, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, so why would why would Pedro Munoz win away? I mean, did you guys really think that Pedro Munoz is? I mean, ask yourself: Is Pedro Munoz afraid of Sean O'Malley? Are no. one of the lowest skill level performances, lowest skill level fighters that he's fought. I mean, exactly, exactly.
0: (laughs) Dominic Cruz, Jose Aldo, Jimmy Rivera,
1: Frankie Edgar, Aljamain Sterling, come on, man. Cody Cody Garbrandt. Garbrandt. (laughs) Ryan Caraway. I mean, Brett Johns, dude. Why would he be, why would he want to get out of a... John Dotson, Rob (laughs) Font. Jesus, why would that guy want to get out of a fight with um, with Sean O'Malley? Let's, let's let's stop, guys. Let's stop, stop it. Um, and, and according to Munoz, it was multiple eye posts. Yeah. So like he's not quitting,
0: guys. Let's right. cool
1: not, it. That's the most ridiculous thing I think I've heard, Jacob.
0: Yeah. Um, but I someone said O'Malley versus Yanez should be the next fight. And I'm raising am all for it. Take my money. Yeah, yeah I like that. I like that. Like Dude, what, what he did to Tony Kelly, yeah. gorgeous. <laughs> pull up the this, rankings. Pull up the. Banner yeah, rankings. I got the rankings. Yeah. Um, um, let's
1: see. Jack, Jack Shores. I, I forget who Jack Shores fighting. You know, some just somebody ahead of him. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, maybe Frankie Egg. Well, no, not Frankie Egg. Song Yudong's a good fight. Yeah, um, Song Yudong's fighting uh, Corey Sandhagen. He's fighting Corey Sandhagen, yeah. Um, I don't know. Just put him in there with somebody else tough. Jack uh Jack Shore, n- not Umar Nama- Oh, well, that's a good fight. Umar Namaga Madoff versus Sean O'Malley. I'm there I'm there for that.
0: I'm there for it too, dude. That push yeah. cake Umar had to the face of uh gosh, I can't. That was <laughs> that was yeah, gnarly. I can't,
1: remember, I can't remember who it was, but yes, I know exactly what you're talking
0: yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, the name of come. Vince, Vince and I talked about it, but I'm mad I missed this fight. I'm so mad. I heard it was a
1: banger. It was a banger, dude. Like, Robbie Lawler just looked... I, dude, it's the same thing with him and Tony Ferguson. It's literally the exact same thing as Tony Ferguson. Robbie Lawler was... Except that Robbie Lawler was lighting Brian Barberina up. I mean, it was like classic, ruthless Robbie Lawler in there. His head movement looked good. He just literally got caught. Like Barbarena just was throwing all these peppering shots, and then finally, out of nowhere, he just bang bang. He just sat down on something, and it caught Robbie Lawler. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Well, Robbie, his uppercuts, man. I mean, he was he was bludgeoning Brian Barbarena, and then out of nowhere, he caught him, and Robbie couldn't recover.
0: Yeah. What should what should we do with Lawler, man? He's
1: I say let him go again one more. When you look that good, and then you get caught it's the same argument that I preach for Tony Ferguson. Like when you look that good, you know what I'm saying? But then you just get like, you know, caught. That's just one thing. Like a flash knocked out like Tony Ferguson did. Like that's one thing. Like if you look terrible, like Donald Cerrone, then it's time for you to stop. It's time for you to to to, to hang it up. But you know, there's, there's, there's Jessica I, Donald Cerrone retiring. And then there's Robbie Lawler and Tony Ferguson, people saying they should retire when they looked, when they were winning the fight until they weren't winning. You see what I'm saying?
0: And that Chandler one's just a freak. Oh, yeah.
1: Gosh. You don't even see very many front kicks to the face even get landed, let alone knock somebody out.
0: Yeah. And Michael Chandler doesn't throw kicks like that. Exactly. Oh, man. All right. We got a a serious problem Uh in the middleweight division. Um, Sean Strickland decided, uh, I think, against his best interest to stand and bang with Alex Baheta. What was
1: he doing, Jacob? What he was his, he doing? He had his ch- hands at his sternum. I'm like, put him up. Put him what up. What are you doing, bro? Like, why would you do that? Like, the whole time I'm sitting here watching this fight, I'm thinking, pull up the middleweight rankings. Just, yeah, I, I just, got
0: you. I got you. With me, Jacob. Uh huh. Right here.
1: Okay, so I'm looking, right, I'm looking at this fight, and I'm thinking to myself, all right, if this was anyone else ranked, like if this was Jack Hermanson, you know what I'm saying, or if it was, you know, Kelvin Gastelum, or if, you know, I'm thinking of all these different people, I'm thinking if it were any of these people, they're going to try to close the distance Ground. and take this guy down, <laughs> you know, especially Jack Hermanson, you know, the first thing in my head was think I was thinking Jack Hermanson, I'm thinking, did he fight, did Al- did he fight Jack Hermanson?
0: Yeah, Sean Strickland fought Jacker Manson.
1: No, the new guy.
0: Pajedo has fought um, Bruno Silva and Andreas Mikhailidis.
1: Yeah, so I'm thinking to myself, man, like, Sean Strickland can take this guy down and make this an ugly fight for this guy, press him against the cage. Make it boring. Make it boring. Yeah, exactly. That's the type of fight you have to fight against this guy. You know what I'm saying? And Sean Strickland didn't do it. And I'm like, dude, why Mm -hmm. would you do that? Like... This guy's got pistons as as knees and hands and elbows. Like, don't do this, bro. And he did it. And he paid the price for it.
0: I just remember Strickland was like, oh, this is going to be easy. I'm like,
1: no, 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 no,
0: And this was perfect matchmaking on the UFC's part because they knew Sean Strickland well would be in his own head being like, you know, I'm going to stand and bang with this guy. Now, Net- I could see Paulo Costa doing it. I, I really could. And I think Paul Acosta could be successful, Me too. but Sean Strickland stands straight up. He has no head movement. And I think like someone like, I think someone like Kelvin Gaston would give him problems in the sense that he would just close the distance and, Bang with you,
1: and then but... Paolo, I mean, and then Kelvin Gastelum throwing these big that big looping left, you know what I'm saying? He throw that big looping left over the top, bang, you know what I'm saying? Like something, do something, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's no there was no element of surprise coming from Sean Strickland, like yeah, at least, at least like you said Jacob, like if it were Kelvin Gastelum or somebody, Kelvin would be weaving and you know throwing these shots from weird angles to catch him, you know what I'm saying? Like something. Yeah. And <laughs> then
0: I, I legitimately think anyone else in that top 15 would have beat Pajeda except Sean Strickland. Cause when I saw this, I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is genius matchmaking.
1: If you want to tell this guy up to the top yes. and have him face Izzy, cause that's what's going to happen. The UFC knew, I feel like they, but to be honest with me, I feel like they chose Sean Strickland for a reason. Like you said, they chose him because they knew he was going to talk crap they knew he was going to um you know what i'm saying let it get into his head you know what i'm saying you know thinking that oh if i beat this guy you know what i'm saying i could be fighting for a belt well not like that buddy
0: <laughs> dude and then we didn't even talk about the knockout yet which is crazy so, uh that dude that left hook is uh should be uh a felony like that is disgusting <laughs> no one's lead hand should be that
1: powerful nobody's lead hand should be that powerful. <laughs> Not and, at all.
0: <laughs> and then two follow-up straights to put him into the ground. Like
1: Oh yeah. That that that's scary. Like <laughs> it was pretty pretty gnarly. And then when you know as those follow-up shots were just unnecessary. I do have a question for you once we're done going through the fights though. Okay. Okay, for sure.
0: Um what's the extra that? I say Brunson.
1: You know, somebody like Derek Brunson or um, Darren Till, or something like that.
0: Yeah, uh, Darren Till's fighting Hermanson, uh, fighting her, or the winner of Hermanson Till. Yeah, why not? I mean, or winner of Costa Rockhold.
1: I'm game. Yeah, Costa Rockhold. Yeah, that's a good
0: one. I, I feel if Luke Rockhold somehow improved his chin, it'll be a good fight, but all right, we need to talk about a very legendary performance to say the least. Um, Volk made easy worker Max Holloway. And it wasn't, you know, I, I, something when Max Holloway came in, for me at least, into the press conference, he he was a little too fired up. I'm like, this is not Max Holloway that we usually see. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe he's like, oh, maybe he'll go in there and be a a destroyer
1: of men. But Volk, man, I was amazed. (laughs) Dude, just Max never could come out of first gear. It just seemed like he never came out of first gear. It was like, you know, everything that everything that Max did, Volk seen it coming from a mile away and was able to, you know what I'm saying, was able to just see it coming and be out of the way and counter. And it's like literally I've never seen a fight where literally Volk, where literally a fighter did every single thing correctly and Volkanovsky did every single thing correctly. And Showed that Max Holloway maybe isn't that most high-volume striker that everybody talks about or people talk. I mean, he's great. You know what I'm saying? But Volk is like, I'm that guy, not Max. I'm that guy. You know what like, I'm saying? That's how you do it. You know, that's, that's how you do it. You know, maybe you agree
0: with me. I feel like Max is a whole nother level besides everybody below him in the division. And the fact that Volk is another level above that – blows my mind and the Volkanovski win against zombie aged well because of this, because we thought always oh, beating up on zombie. And, you know, I agreed like <laughs> that I didn't, I don't think anybody truly wanted to see the zombie get beat up, but after this, you're like, okay, maybe zombies just not, maybe it's just a, it's a levels thing because.
1: Yeah. Well, for me though, you know, styles make matchups, you know, so maybe this just th- this Max Holloway style is the style that is easy for him to, to you know, the style for made for Volkanovski to win, to beat, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, it's just about the compatibility of styles, but you know what I'm saying? You do, you know, I'm hoping that Yair beats Brian Ortega because Yair versus Volk is a very intriguing fight, man. Like, that's a super duper intriguing fight. And like I said, styles make match, matchups. I do, I feel like Max, um, some of the places where Max was lacking. I feel like Yair does naturally well, like explosive kicks, like exploding and, and, and powerful shots and kicks. And, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, uh, Yair falls into those fast punches, you know, kind of like MVP does like how he kind of falls into them, you know what I'm saying? And just blast people with those, you know what I'm saying? So Yair is very tricky with the elbows, you know what I'm saying? Like when, 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 when vote, Closes that distance, you know, Max spins with elbows and shit and stuff when people are um, when people close the distance on him. So I just find like the stylistic matchup very interesting. I do think that Yair beats Brian Ortega. So if he does beat Brian Ortega, it looks good for to see him fight to see him fight Volkanovski. I think that's a great fight because Max probably won't get a title shot anytime soon unless somebody like Yair, somebody that Max has already beat is the champion.
0: Yeah, and it's just um, all right. You know what's next for Max? I'm I I've been thinking about this for a while. It's he's in a weird predicament where he's cleaned out the division, except for Volk, and I feel like uh, 155. I think him going beefing up and going to 155 might be his best option.
1: I think that a break is what's in Max Holloway's near future. Right? now. I agree he's a break yeah he needs to take a break and he needs to just because he didn't if he was going to retire he would have retired the other night when everybody else was retiring you know what i'm saying so maybe max just needs to go take a break and get fighting off of his mind for a little bit and let that fire go out and reignite itself
0: yeah that's that's an interesting uh
1: because now he's not, you know, he, he was he was, he was was ramping up to be the champion, but now that didn't happen. So, you know, take some time to calculate his next move. If he goes up to 155, I'd like to see it. I'd like to see him go up to 155 and, actually, and actually like acclimate to 155 instead of that one-off against us. See, and, and another thing, Jacob, real quick. I yeah, know, c- you know keep going, man. I, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, keep no. you going all day, but I was surprised at how Max couldn't handle – Volkanovski but was able to stay in there with Dustin Poirier. Like when he was fighting Dustin Poirier, like Max lost that fight, but Max was in that fight.
0: Yeah, I, like- I think part of it's a speed thing. Volkanovski is so fast, you so be- fast. And don't get me wrong, Poirier is a phenomenal athlete. And I think Poirier acts on instinct more than his speed, and he's a, and just he's not as fast as Volk. And you know, Volk all, that he pore doesn't have a jab like Volk. I think that's the difference because Volk, anytime actually close, pump the jab, step back, or um, or roll or something. He Poray doesn't do that. He, he, whenever he gets into trouble, he just goes into that Philly shell and mm-hmm. backs out. So Volk's is just a he's a different animal. <laughs> I think that's what it comes down to.
1: He's talking about one fifty five though. Voke, <laughs> um, you—I'm tell you right now, dude. You go up there messing with those guys. And, I mean, I'm at, I mean, dude. I don't see. him. I don't know if he would beat Gaethje. I don't know if he would beat Poirier. I don't know. I know. I don't just don't see him beating Oliveira. Like. It's just weird like to think of him against those guys, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you beat Zombie and you beat Ortega and you beat, you know what I'm saying, Max, but did you can you beat Poirier and Gaethje and Oliveira and, you know what I'm saying, Tony Ferguson and Michael Chandler? Like that's just a, a whole different thing. Yeah,
0: there. it is it is different, but I think his speed would carry over. Yeah. If if he doesn't beef up, because I think it'd be in his best interest just to stay at, like, what he walks around at and just cut down to 55. He's a huge 45-er mm-hmm. when it comes to stature. Um, and if Deron Wynn can fight at 85 at 5'6", I think Volkanovsky can move up to 55 at 5'6". I don't know. The, the, he can do whatever he wants. I think he's the pound-for-pound pound best in the world, in my opinion, especially after what we saw.
1: Um, I, don't, I wouldn't I wouldn't say pound-for-pound pound best in the world, but he's he's up there. Yeah. He's That's putting him above everybody else.
0: I mean, he's second only to Usman. Mm,
1: okay, Valentina.
0: I, I'm talking dudes, man.
1: Oh, okay, he's talking dudes. Okay,
0: <laughs> Valentina. Yeah, I mean, uh, she might be power for power number one overall if you if you really think about it. But, oh, uh, okay. Let me let me spew about Izzy for a second. We're on to Izzy Cannonier. I wouldn't mind Izzy fighting these types of fights if he simply said, I'm just gonna win however I can, if whether it's point fighting, knocking him out, but when Izzy says I'm gonna make it look easy, this doesn't make it look easy to me. And that that's just kind of how I think of it. I'm not critici- I I if I wouldn't be criticizing Izzy too much if he said, I'm just winning however I want. I need to win, except, you know, every time he goes out there, I'm gonna make it look easy, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. And then he just point fights, which good, good on you win, keep winning, you defend your belt. That's your job. But when you keep, when you come and you say, I'm going to make it look easy. And then you go out there and point fight, it's kind of conflicting. What do you think BJ?
1: Yeah. Just don't say dumb stuff. Like I was having an off night. Cause like how many off nights have we heard easy say that he's had, like, when are you going to have a good night? You know, like every time it, it you know, a, a, a challenger shows, A chink in his armor or doesn't let him or doesn't get finished within two rounds all of a sudden Izzy had a bad night it's like dude come on man like you're fighting the best guys in the world you're not going to blow through everybody you're not going to finish everybody in one round like everybody's not going to fall victim to your you know your antics and your style of fighting everybody's not going to fall victim to that so you know with that being said um to stop with the post-fight stuff. The post-fight stuff is very cringe.
0: Yeah. Um. What? what not too much to talk about with this fight, but what? What do you do with Cannoneer, man? This is like only title shot.
1: Yeah, it's been his only title shot. Um, you know, Cannoneer's gonna have to win some rematches. Like you know? three. He's, at he's least. He's gonna say it again. Three at least. Yeah, he's gonna have to win some rematches. Um, he's gonna have to beat Robert Whitaker, which I don't ever see him doing. That was a beat down. Um, he's gonna have to fight Apollo Costa or Vittori. Uh, or Vittori. Like he's gonna have to fight, you know what I'm saying, some of these guys to get to get right back there because it's gonna be a while before anybody wants to see him fight for a belt again. And then Adesanya Pajeda, is that the
0: fight? That's the fight. That's All the right. fight all right bj you said you had a question ask it
1: i have a question um i want to ask you about macy barber i want to talk a second about macy barber okay two questions macy barber has this real clinch heavy approach Her last couple of fights um because macy and i've said it you know macy barber does not like to get hit like she just doesn't like to get hit she can't take getting hit don't blame her and she said after the Montana De La Rosa fight, she goes, um, you know, I was not taking a chance of getting caught by Montana. And now she's saying the same thing about Jessica I like. So we've seen this evolution of Macy Barber, you know what I'm saying? Like using those elbows in tight, you know what I'm saying? Like in, in the clinch, you know, striking with those elbows. Um, you know what I'm saying? she's just. She said it, she's like, I'm just not here to take a lot of damage. Like, I'm just, I'm here to get, I want to be fresh when I get to the to the championship belt. So. What do you feel about this new Macy Barber, and how far does she go?
0: I, I think the sky's the limit for her when it comes to this division. I mean, you got people like Casey O'Neill, Aaron Blanchfield in this division. Young girls coming up. Now, I will. I do think Valentina. She. I do believe her when she said she was hurt in that last fight because I. You know, it's Valentina. I kind of believe her when she says stuff like that, but because she's never hurt, and this is the only time she's been hurt. But that's beside the point. I feel like it. it I mean. Outside of Grasso, which was a which was an interesting fight after coming out of an injury. That's a that's a tough fight coming out of an injury for a first fight back.
1: Boxed her up.
0: Yeah, and I think after that fight, she realized, you know what, I'm probably stronger than a lot of these girls. Let's have some fun and just clinch up and make it dirty. And I I feel like you know after watching her fight against Maverick and De La Rosa, I didn't catch the eye fight, but. I think she can do a lot of things in this division. That's my thought. I think she can. And especially Macy with
1: Barber, Macy Barber may have the most damaging clinch game at 125 pounds. not many
0: not many have a clinch game. Not either. many
1: have it. Not very many have it. You know what I'm saying? And but Macy Barber, man, when she starts throwing those elbows in the clinch, man, it I have seen her I have seen Macy Barber hurt a lot of girls with, like, she stunned Montana with it. That's what started her stopping Jillian Robertson. She she, she changed the course of the Jessica I fight with elbows and a clinch. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, Macy Barber, like, you know, she's beat two of my favorite girls, you yes. know what I'm saying, um, and stopped one of them. So, but, you know, Macy is looking dangerous, that's all I can say is Barbara's looking dangerous. But like you said, you got Manon Furo, you've got Casey O'Neill, you've got Aaron Blanchfield, um, you got a few more of these girls coming up through the division, man. That should make it that, that Macy Barbara got to work. Let alone what's ahead of her. Yeah, you know Andrea Lee, uh, uh, Catlin Chukagian. You know what I'm saying? Viviani Arujo, like man.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I forget. I forget who. It was something on Twitter. It's like the lightweight division in the in the men's. I feel like the young people will take over and it'll be brutal and swift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
1: people I, actually comparing um, Manone to Yuri. I'm like, yeah. whoa. I mean, she does,
0: I mean, I saw I saw her fight Jennifer Maya and live, dude. She's. Is she, is she like Yuri? No, she's not like Yuri, but she, she can strike, man. She's yeah. she's very very good. When I, you know, it's different seeing them in person. It's like, oh wow, she's really skilled. She's yeah, she's good. Yeah, and
1: I'm ready, I'm ready and, for what they bring.
0: And you see these young people slowly coming up in the division, like like Fyodor Seven. She's gonna who's she gonna fight Andrade, right? Mm-hmm. That that'll be a challenge, <laughs> no doubt, but. Yeah, you know, Tracy Cortez, they're they're all in the latter half of the top fifteen. And they're gonna make their way up there and they're gonna wipe everyone out. And Shevchenko might still be up there. That's the crazy part about Let's it. Hope. Let's I hope. hope. So. I hope. I, I <laughs> want I want Valentina to get to like seven, eight defenses and just say, I'm done. Yeah. No. Peace
1: out. Yeah. <laughs> but um that was a great card overall, though. That was just a fantastic card. It was i give it a b
0: i give it a b it wasn't bad it wasn't the greatest card that austin card and 275 were better
1: okay 275 yes dude
0: that was that that card was built different (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um all right not not it's been pretty quiet in the mma the past week but i i talked about this with ant on before we previewed this, when we previewed this card, but dude, John Jones, John Jones is ready to go. Everything's ready to go. And I think, I think Stipe in October
1: is the fight. That's the fight. That's gotta be the fight. That's the fight. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Stipe. Take my money. <laughs> yeah, Take my money. Absolutely. Take my. I'm I'm, I'm, that's a fight that I'm absolutely 100% ready to see. Cause You know, everybody's soon. I mean, as soon as John Jones said, or as soon as they announced a John Jones fight, you know, those those people are going to come running out of the woodworks. Come out, they're going to come out of their sheds that they've been sleeping in for how many years now? Two and a half. I mean, yeah, exactly. So they're going to come out of hibernation, and all of a sudden, Stipe Miocic isn't the best heavyweight of all time.
0: Oh, he's absolutely the best heavyweight of all time.
1: But 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 just watch, Jacob. Just heard it here on Throwing Hands Pod first. All, if, if that fight gets announced and all of a sudden Steve is not good at this and Steve is not good at that and Steve can't do this and Steve can't do that. Just watch.
0: Yeah. Behunion Behunin uh said, like, I have a gut feeling that Steve and Jones will be announced tonight at 276. I'm like, this guy might be on or something, but there are no fight announcements. There was none. And I was so disappointed. Nope. So disappointed. Nope. nope. But nothing. You know. I will say this, month of July, next week's card isn't great, but the main event's awesome. Who is it? Uh, Dos Anjos and Faziv.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good fight.
0: Um, But then, you know, we have Ortego's uh, and uh, Yair the week after. Mm -hmm. And then Blades and Aspinall bro. I am so excited for another London card. And then, to round out July,
1: Pena versus Nunes. Let's go! Let's I'm excited. Go. Let's go, Pena Nunez. Two. Who do you think takes that one, oh, dude? <laughs> I, I,
0: I'm I'm broken on this because you proved everyone wrong when you said Juliana Pena is gonna gonna touch that chin. What she did, I told you. <laughs> and here's when I started to agree with you on that, BJ. It was when. Nunez was coming in and I was watching on the pressers and the media. I'm like, she's not being serious about this. And I was like, hmm, I think BJ might be on. He, he, she might touch that chin. <laughs> and then come second round, Nunez was gassed and
1: the chin got touched. <laughs> and And I knew she would touch her chin because she, the way. She, the way that Juliana Pena approached, I, I get she lost to Jermaine Duraniume. Like, but the way Pena came in, the way she approached that fight and like stayed patient with that high guard and just waiting, just, you know, feigning and waiting and then blast blast. I was like, whoa, okay, all right. Pena has some sort of a graph on how to throw punches. Like it, it doesn't look the best. Uh-huh. It comes from weird angles. Hits the target. It, it, right it's not super technical but it bings you when it hits you and when i seen her bing jermaine to me, i was like okay like if she can touch if she can find a way to touch arguably the best female striker in the ufc then she can touch she can touch amanda nunez
0: yeah it's
1: 100 percent.
0: this will be interest. it'll be interesting
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i can't wait for kai France and uh mm-hmm. my boy brandon moreno did uh,
1: you feel that Ty to Ivasa told John Jones? He was like, if you want a tune up fight, I'm ready. <laughs> I, I, I'm i going to
0: be completely honest. I fear if, if that fight happened, the damage and the mauling that John Jones would bring upon him.
1: <laughs> oh, no, man. Oh, no, dude. Oh, no. Ty, dude, it's a whole nother game at heavyweight, and Ty to Ivasa has looked great.
0: Last uh, yeah, don't get me wrong. I love Ty. I'm not saying he can't win that fight, but. If it goes to the ground, I'm not – I don't have too much faith in Ty. Oh, but, true. I mean, the UFC has given him perfect matchups to mow through the to the top of the division. It's been gorgeous. And Ty's like the most likable guy ever. He's nice, yeah. funny. What more do you want out of a guy? You're right. <laughs> you, you sound your head – oh, gosh, that's hilarious.
1: <laughs> Ty boss was so
0: funny, dude. <laughs> put, John Jones blocked him.
1: He blocked it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what made it even more funny. Like John Joe, like, he was in his inbox, wasn't he? Yeah, on, on Instagram. <laughs> Tatuimasa is so funny, dude. Like, he don't care. Like, he he's The most nonchalantly funny person that, and, and like, in the in the UFC, he's hilarious. Oh. Uh, he, uh, he showed himself blocked. <laughs>
0: and, and I loved how John Joe said, "Stop writing."
1: And then, and then and then Ty goes, you stop writing. <laughs> it's like some six-year-old. <laughs> so funny, man. So
0: funny. Hey, hey, BJ, you got anything else, man? You could talk about anything? I got I got a little while.
1: This is actually the most uh this is the most filtered I think I've ever been. Congrats. <laughs> it feels great to be good. But BJ, guess what? I got a banger
0: of an episode coming out tomorrow. What you got? Um I got no, Wednesday, actually. Well, tomorrow, if you're watching this on Tuesday, the day it comes out, Martin Karivanov, Yuri Prohaska's coach, is on thrown hands. Really? We had a, yeah, we had a 20-minute interview. It was great. Good guy. Watch it. Watch it Wednesday, July 6th. Are
1: you premiering it Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm,
0: I'm in there, bro. It's been recorded. It was great. It was great. Right. So tune into that tomorrow if you're listening on July 5th when this comes out. Definitely. But, BJ, good talking to you.
1: Yes, and if you want me to make a little mini announcement myself, go ahead. Look forward to Dean Thomas coming back, guys, revisiting No Filter MMA. I'm going to sit down with Dean. and talk about his journey. Um, I love what how they're using Dean, like on the for commentating. Like every now and then, Dean will just spit his, you know, I'm saying 15 seconds or whatever he's got to say in there. But you guys know, if you guys already know what the real reason why Dean Thomas is coming to no filter MMA, because we're going to talk about what are his plans for Jillian Robertson going forward. So be looking forward to that coming very soon. For sure. Look out, look out for that on Twitter. BJ, where can they follow you on Twitter? They can follow me at no filter MMA on Twitter and at no filter MMA on YouTube. All you got to do is hit that subscribe button guys. All right, BJ, I want to thank you for coming on. It was a good
0: time. Yes, sir. That was awesome. All right. We'll see you guys next time.